Don't ask me to talk. From the sublime to the ridiculous. Join me, Stacey Heller. And me, Eric Ryder. As we talk about what's good to watch, read, see, listen to, and more. An edutaining one-hour break in your day that includes the segment, What Are We Eating? Sponsored by Dingfelder's Delicatessen. Stick with us for something good. Welcome to Don't Ask Me to Talk. I am Stacey Heller, and I am joined by my co-host, Eric Ryder. Hey, good afternoon. Good afternoon to you. I love how excruciatingly uncomfortable you feel when you say edutaining <laughs> in that opener. Like, you're just like, I can't believe she's making me say this. I, there's just something about it. So, sorry about that, but it's so fun. Yeah. It, it, it was an edutaining. Entertaining moment for me to see that word on the the written on the sheet. Right. Know, so, well, and yeah. I just I just believe that the things that we're talking about, you know, you can be entertained by them, and you might learn something. Well, it's just interesting that you went edutaining when infotaining infotainment was already a well accepted. What are those called? Homonyms or uh, yeah, something or, like that. Uh, yeah. I can't think what it is. It's like when you look up. It would be numbers. real infotainment here if I looked that up and it, told you. It would be. And <laughs> here's the thing. I'm a maverick. I am a maverick. I just like to do my own thing uh, and whatever. So, by the way, folks, as a reminder, if you can't listen to our show live each week, you can subscribe to Don't Ask Me to Talk wherever you listen to podcasts. Then you will get a notification. It'll come right to your inbox and you can share it with everyone. You can also text D-A-M-T-T to 55678 and you will get uh, show details. I will not spam your phone with lots of unnecessary nonsense. And if you are interested in calling or texting to leave a message, let us know your thoughts. Remember, this is a show about something good. So let's think good thoughts, uh, go ahead and call 475-999-2726 and share the stories. Share the something good. I can't believe we didn't get a dearth of comments about online shopping last week. Mm, yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, I would have thought that well, people Well, it's because would... nobody does online shopping. <laughs> Everybody does online shopping. <laughs> Here, here in the land of Amazon, nobody does online shopping. So. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. I mean, and I still have that idea of the, I think I talked about this, of uh, all those boxes and everything. Like, got to have those uh, delivery drivers pick up the boxes. That's a, it is a good idea. But I, as I said on the show last week, Amazon has gotten a lot better with their packaging. I I got a package this last week. And it was in like a padded envelope that was completely recyclable. Recyclable? I think, yeah. <laughs> I can't recyclable. even talk today. I'm sorry. But yes, you, you could recycle the envelope. And I thought, wait, we're making progress because before, like I said, it used to come in a giant box with two tiny items and then some big air plastic air puffy pillows inside it. Yep. And now it's more like in a small padded envelope for multiple things, and they were all just fine. Nothing was dented or scratched or anything. So I, I think, you know, it's people are better. listening. Yes. It's uh, funny with this whole recycling thing. I was watching a 
YouTube video. And, you know, if the video is long enough, then you have to, if, unless you have YouTube premium, which I'm like, I'm not paying for that, uh, you watch the ads and then you can hit skip ad. Well, I happened to actually watch the whole ad for this thing called uh, Lumi. And it is basically like one of those little countertop recycling bin things mm. that you can put your food waste into. And you can also put uh, plastic items that are made from recycling material in it. Mm-hmm. And it converts all of these items to dirt that you can use then in your garden. Interesting. I was like, this is fascinating to me. So I paid. It is not inexpensive at all. I mean, it's quite expensive. Um, I paid $50 to like put my name on the list to get one. And I thought, I'm curious about this because I I enjoy gardening. And to be able to put all that food compost and it just gets taken care of and converted into something that I don't have to wait a full season to use, that's right. amazing. And, you know, I think at one point, recycle, let's tie this all together, recycle was probably a portmanteau, which is combining two different words to create a new entity, which is what I was trying to think of earlier, but instead said hominin, which is appealing to feelings or prejudice rather than intellect. So I was way off. Uh, but it felt right at the time. Uh, you know what? And <laughs> so, like <laughs> some portmanteau. So if you walk away with nothing else, then you know you possibly learned that the term for that. And how yes. edutaining is that? Right. And now recycle is well accepted. Everybody uses recycle, but I, I'm sure at one point, you know, reuse and cycle was put together to make recycle. Right. Yep. Love it. Okay, so look at that. Um, Anyway, I do want to give a update. So last week we had as guests on the show Monica Franks and Maria Bartlow. They were talking about how they are trying to find a kidney for their brother and son, respectively, Odin. And um, I also did a full episode of Stacey Connects, which you can find that podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. And on that show, I had my friend Margaret, who was a living donor for someone. And I asked people to please share the episode. Even if you're not considering being a living donor, put it out there because who knows, somebody in your sphere may be willing to do that. And uh, and it could literally save a life. And give hope to a ton of people. Uh, The ripple effect of doing this kind of thing is just enormous. And I had mentioned that I filled out the form that you had to do. And I've made it to the next round. I weirdly feel like, and I was saying this to my husband. And he's like, "Mm, this doesn't feel like a good analogy. I'm like, it feels like survivor. And he's like, that feels negative. (laughs) But. It's like I or maybe it's March Madness, but in April and it's a kidney uh, to make it to the next round and and just feel like I'm maybe getting closer to being able to help out Odin or somebody else. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. The woman that I had to talk to, they I think that's pretty actually kind of brave of you. Um, And so hats off. Thank you. Yeah, it, it hasn't 
occurred to me yet that, and it may not, I tend to be somebody that is very like gut driven. Right. And, you know, I, I don't. Hopefully not kidney driven because you're going to be. <laughs> Actually, it's my liver that I'm worried about. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm not as worried. I'm not a smoker. I, I think I smoked for like two weeks in high school. And then I met this guy who had become my first boyfriend. And I decided that I was more interested in kissing him than I was in smoking. <laughs> and the two were mutually exclusive right. because he was like, uh, I mean, you know. Yeah, I mean, it, for a non-smoker, smoker breath is a real turnoff. Right. So, I mean, I I feel like I've been caring for my lungs and my kidneys and and these things for a while, I hope. So we'll see what happens. And the woman, when you fill out the paperwork, you know, they may automatically be like, no, you're out. I made it to that next round. Then I had a conversation with a, a patient advocate who was asking me all kinds of questions about, you know, did you talk to your family? I'm like, I mean, I mentioned it to my husband. And, you know, she's like, well, what about, you know, if your parents are alive or your kids? I'm like, no. I mean, I mentioned it to them, but they're not going to they're not going to talk me out of it. They know that my once, kidney, my choice. Well, yes, <laughs> exactly. And I mean, as I said, I'm very gut driven. And once I have it in my head that I'm going to do something, they know that even though it may seem very quick to the outside world, there's been a whole lot of processing that's happened inside. So, you know, I don't know. I'm I am excited about the journey and what's really comforting about being a living donor is that at any point in the journey, even if you qualify to go forward, you can say, mm, I'm done now. And it's instant karma. And you get to go to the top of the, uh, automatically you go to the top of the donor list uh, if you ever yourself need a kidney. That's fantastic. Right? Yeah. So anyway, that is the update on that. And it is, as I said, National Donate Life Month. So at the very least, look it up and spread the word and let's find a kidney for Odin. So I'm switching things up. I decided after a couple of weeks of me sharing dumb jokes and it's National Whatever Day that nobody cares. I mean, maybe they do. We'll find out. Go ahead and message us. Yeah. Give us a call at 475-999-CRAM. <laughs> oh, I like <laughs> we're, still, we're still trying to come up with a clever <laughs> acronym for the, the phone number. Uh, and it, it only spells out so many things, and none of them really are particularly great. So we're, we're just going to see which one sticks. Just throw it at the wall, and one of these is going to stick that people are going to remember. Right? I kind of like the cram one. It's like how I used to prepare for a test. Sure. Or, of course, people are ready to dial us at 475-999-BRA-6. <laughs> <laughs> huh. You can text that or, or you can call and leave a voicemail for Don't Ask Me to Talk. Oh, that just that one's not good. That one's not good. Isn't there one also about Bran or something? I believe, yes, Bran is in there. And Bran is healthy for you. Yes, it is. Right? It keeps you regular. And listening to this show could keep you regular. Yep. 475-999-BRAN. You do have that good voice for these, like, calls <laughs> to action. It's really good. Um, 
so since I've decided to just ditch the other stuff, I figured let's talk about what's good in our own lives and what's going on this week. And so I'll go first because I didn't tell you about this. You know, these little anecdotal moments. For instance, two days ago, I was at the rack. And and now that people know the phone number, 475-999-CRAM, I'd also love to hear what was good for them this week. What's putting a smile on their face? What's making their tail wag, as you like to say? I love that. Yeah, we can share some of those on the air. Totally. Absolutely. I, that's the whole point of this, uh, is to put good things out into the world because we're on such a steady diet of uh, negativity. And so, absolutely, please leave a message. Um I can do less talking. <laughs> I mean, I do love to talk, but um, so there I was a couple days ago at the rack, Nordstrom Rack in Factoria. And it's that awkward moment when you're on the really long line and you want to put something back, but you're like, if I get out of line, I'm going to lose my spot and all my stuff is in the cart. What to do? Well, I just decided, you know what, if the lady in front of me is going to rob me blind. Nothing I can do about it. So I just said to her, hey, I want to put this back. Would you mind just keeping an eye on my cart? She was like, no problem. Well, the line was really, really long. The two of us became like besties. And then what I loved about this is uh, the gentleman in front of her, he gets in on the action and he starts talking. And the three of us are this unlikely trio we're all, I mean, you know, we've got obviously men and women. We've got people of different ethnicities, uh, different races. Like we're all just chit-chatting about the pandemic and how it's affected our shopping habits and the great resignation. And, you know, don't people have to work? And, you know, impulse shopping when you're at places like the Rack or these other places where you walk the gauntlet of cheap stuff. And you're like, yes, I absolutely need that phone charger that looks like a bunny. And 100%, I need this hat for my cat's birthday. Impulse items, <laughs> yes. basically. Yeah, who are you talking about? Totally. Yep. And it was so refreshing. And it absolutely set my mood for the day to get into a conversation with these strangers and to go ahead and just trust that this woman is going to be cool. She's going to watch my cart. I mean, my bag was there. My phone was there. I literally was just like, I'm just going to run right over here. I could see her if she had taken off or something. I would have tackled her. Um, <laughs> I mean, I probably wouldn't have. But my point being that going ahead and seeing like the opportunity for that connection and humanity, like I find that people don't disappoint. And I end up with this great conversation with these two people online, and it made the line go faster. And then when we all went to our separate cashiers, it was like, bye, bye, have a great day. It was kind of nice. I don't know. Are you somebody that engages with people when you go out, or are you like, I'm just going to get the job done and get out of here? Uh, yeah, it depends on the situation, really. You know, if someone wants to talk to me, I'm happy to talk, but I, I don't typically strike up conversations with randos in line. And during a pandemic, I definitely prefer that they stay 
about six feet well, <laughs> back, <laughs> if possible. Because if if there's if we can hold on to one thing from the pandemic, it's like personal space. I would love to continue that. You know, I don't need that the feel the breath of the person <laughs> behind me on my neck as I put in my swipe my credit card to pay for my groceries. You well, know what I mean? Yes, there is so, that. I yeah. agree with you on that. Uh, I have two thoughts on that. One, I am 100% that person that talks to randos, so much so, in fact. Well, that's why the show is called Don't Ask Me to Talk, uh, because right, yeah. you're that person. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. I mean, it, right, exactly. Don't ask me to talk. Uh, my sister-in-law, I was in Minnesota for, I think, my niece's graduation from college or something. And my sister-in-law and her sister were talking about how I just befriend everybody. And so they bet me um, they would pay for my manicure if I could get three people in the 7-Eleven that I went into to get my Diet Coke Big Gulp and engage them in a conversation. And so my sister-in-law stayed in the car. Her sister came in with me to just like make sure that I was telling the truth. And I guess in Minnesota, maybe there's similar to what they say about like the Seattle freeze People aren't necessarily super chatty and nice. And I went in I and... I thought it was the opposite. I thought so, too. Hmm. I thought, you know, Midwest, like... Yeah, I thought Minnesota was known for being friendly and affable. Uh, don't you know? Don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I I guess not. Okay. Um, and so, you know, they're like, this is never going to happen. We're in a 7-Eleven. This is the edgy part of the edutaining already. It, here it is. Yeah. And not only did I engage three people in meaningful conversation, I engaged five people in conversation. Interesting. And interestingly, four of them were men. I find that men are less suspicious of me than women. Hmm. It's it's a like I'm taking some like little poll or something, like a doodle poll for myself of like, mm-hmm. you know, who responds when you strike up a conversation. And it's not like I look like Christy Brinkley. So all of you that are like, well, you're probably like, what? no, I'm not. And so uh, it's an interesting thing. So that's the first thing that I wanted to say. How did you strike up the conversation? Are you oh. are you seriously going to eat that hot dog? Is that what well, it was? Well, kind of. Because it was a 7-Eleven? I walked in and the first gentleman held the door open for me and I was like, See, chivalry is not dead. And he said, nope, my mom raised me to, you know, hold the door open and whatever it is. And I said, you know, big fan of feminism. And uh, yet at the same time, I'm also a big fan of, like, just common decency and, like, holding a door open for people. And he was like, absolutely. I don't care if you're a man, woman, uh, or a dog. Like, I'm going to hold the door open if I'm walking through it. Conversation number one. Then I headed over. So automated door technology has not made it to Minnesota yet. I no. think this is an opportunity for somebody out there. <laughs> if you're listening, 7-Elevens need the automatic <laughs> door. Uh, but then I wouldn't have had that engagement, Eric. Sure. Of course not. Second one was the at the soda machine. The guy before me, like me, was getting a ton of ice. And I was like, he said, oh, sorry, I like a lot of ice. And I was like, me too. And so we had this whole conversation about how, thank God for the technology that uh, in my freezer at home that I have an ice maker and I don't have to do the 
drawers of or the trays of ice because if I did that, my whole freezer would quite literally have to be all ice trays. And so got into this whole conversation about ice. And, you know, we had a good chuckle about that. Then he left. And then the person behind me uh, was talking about uh, Diet Coke. And I joked that my ashes are going to be put in a big gulp cup. And he thought that was pretty clever. And then I chatted with the person when I checked out. And then I chatted with the person that held the door open again. Pretty good. Yeah. I mean, it's random. However, you know, it's there's something about like just it doesn't take long to see and engage with people. Sure. So. Uh, or not. Or Whatever not. you're feeling that day. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. All right. Anything strike you as fun or good this week? Uh, yeah. You know, um, it's maybe cliche to talk about the weather. Uh, although that's always a great opening if you do want to talk to, you know, randos. Um, I love the randos. <laughs> but despite the fact that we had a little bit of rain and and even a touch of snow here and there, and if you're on the passes, I feel for you because that looked pretty gnarly. But there was uh, there's always a, a bit of sunshine mixed in almost every day here, you mm-hmm. know. And I've had a chance to take the dog out to the dog park recently during some sunny days and it felt great it was really good i didn't know you had a dog i thought you yeah. just had a cat no we've got a couple cats and a little beagle named gertie <gasps> okay and- i'm gonna need a picture of gertie because grace our daughter not our daughter my daughter my husband <laughs> you know don't you remember eric our daughter um <laughs> kidding she's a huge fan of beagles beagles are so cute is Gertie cute? She is so cute. I mean, every time we take her anywhere, people are like, oh, my gosh, you know, and they just talk to her. They don't talk to me, but that's fine. That's you because know. you're not engaging with them. Well, <laughs> it, it's because she's so cute, honestly. Aww. You know, but people are like, you can do it to her, you know, because she's usually out of breath from, you know, like a long walk. She's a little bit overweight. She's a short dog. She's 10 years old. So... You know, she's she gets my worn spirit out. animal, right? <laughs> this is this is why we didn't want to talk about exercise this week. Exactly, <laughs> it's tough. I'm short. I'm a little overweight. I'm like <laughs> in dog years around ten. <laughs> but, but she's she's a great dog, and and people love to see her, and it puts a smile on everybody's face that that comes across her, and um, and so yeah, just uh, you know, getting out there in the parks again after. You know, a, a long winter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're always long. Uh, but, uh, you know, it, it just feels good to get out in the sun again. And like, I'm not a big sports person or exercise person, but, you know, when you get a chance to take advantage of the natural beauty that we have in abundance here in the Northwest, mm-hmm. then, yeah, it's great. Well, and being able to stretch your legs literally also helps you kind of stretch your legs metaphorically. Like there's something about like, it's like, oh, okay, I'm out. I actually went for a walk this morning. It was noteworthy. I had to go buy sneakers. (laughs) I realized that I had two pair of sneakers. uh, And, you know, so out here, I feel like there's the whole like soda pop thing. Um, And growing up on the East Coast, it was always sneakers, not like tennis shoes. Mm -hmm. So to me, sneakers are athletic wear versus like 
you know, I have other sneakers that I wouldn't wear to go for a walk. So I have two pairs. One is at our lake house and the other I had to throw away. And uh, so that's how long it's been since I exercised. <laughs> really <laughs> long time. I mean, that was our top. It was going to be our topic. If you listen to last week's show, when we spun the wheel, exercise popped up as a topic for the show. And we both are not huge fans of exercise. Although I got to say, again, with the weather getting a little bit nicer, I've had the you know the chance to do a little more exercise. Uh, and it, it's felt pretty good. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not one of these people that gets a runner's high by any stretch, but I live right next to a gulch. And there's a great like walk path through there with stairs and stuff. And I'm doing this uh, one of these days recently, and I'm like out of breath. And I realized, hey, this is a good workout, actually, taking these stairs yeah. up and down. So I've, I've taken the step of... Walking the steps like two, three times a week now. That's so um, good. You're so that's so rocky of you. <laughs> yes. You need to have your theme music playing in the background. I just backgrounds. need the big '70s gray sweatsuit. Hey, they're um, back in. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I could do that, and then maybe I'll go punch some meat. Um, but <laughs> well, but yeah. But the thing about exercise that's so frustrating is I've been doing this for a couple weeks now, and I feel like. I should be in great shape now, but I am not in great shape by any stretch, and I don't feel like I've even lost a pound, and it's so demotivating that, you know, you can exercise and 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 get out there and do your best, and you don't notice results for a while. I know. That is crazy. It is it is a bummer, and welcome to, it's funny when women talk about, you know, like their health journey, aka maybe weight loss, they're always complaining that, you know, like, oh, my husband decided to eat healthy with me too, and in the first week, he dropped like 15 pounds, and, you know, and they were like, it's just not happening. So you are sounding like so many of the people that I know that you decide to do these things, and it does, it takes a long time, and I don't know, it, I feel like you should have some positivity bone thrown your way so that it you stay on it. Well, I tell you what, I'm I'm keeping at it because uh, I know it's good for me, you know, despite not seeing the results immediately. And, you know, if you ever want to get motivated, <laughs> I saw a video of myself from 10 years ago and I said, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Because I, I, at the time, I didn't think so. But now looking at it, I'm like, hey, I look pretty good. Right? <laughs> what, what the heck? And then looking at me now, I'm like, oh, no. Okay. So, so you know, I, I know I'm not going to be able to reverse time. But I feel like if I can get back a, a fraction of that, uh, you know, being healthy. <laughs> I am so... <laughs> I am, I, I want to do it with you on this because I think about how much I berated myself as a young woman and how, you know, I wasn't thin enough or I wasn't this or I wasn't that. And then I look back and I'm like, oh, seriously? Right. Why, why did I squat? Why that? did I write? Like, why did I ever not think that I was amazing? Because that's human nature. And then now it's at a point where I like to joke and it's not funny because people have. Uh, eating disorders and stuff, mm -hmm. I feel like I have reverse anorexia. Like, I don't look in the mirror and say, oh, you look so heavy. I look in the mirror and I'm like, not bad. 
Then somebody takes a picture of me and I'm like, oh, oh, no, that's not good. Yeah, yeah. No, I feel exactly the same way. Right? It's like uh, the Amish people, I believe, uh, traditionally don't like, I read somewhere, they don't like to be photographed because not understanding the technology, it was like, you know, it's like stealing your soul or something. And so, I think that's the Aborigines of Australia. That close. Yeah. Amish, <laughs> Aborigine, like. Starts with an A. Like two counties over. <laughs> yes. And I relate to this. When people are taking pictures and they're like, oh, do you want me to take a picture of all of you? I'm like, no, I'm good. I don't want to lose my soul. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a thing. And And the funny thing is probably 10 years from now, we'll look back at these pictures and we'll think, I looked great. I hope not. Because that would just mean that I'm, (laughs) it's not going well. (laughs) Well, it's just, it's ironic though, that we never, we have a hard time appreciating ourselves at the time. You know what I mean? Um, And that's not to say that, uh, you know, you shouldn't, you know, make every effort to feel good and and look your best. Uh, You definitely should, but you should also cut yourself a lot of slack because, you know, you may uh, look a lot better than you think of totally. yourself. And I have a new motivation. I feel like with this whole journey about maybe seeing if my kidney is a fit, I feel like I'm a custodian of somebody's body part and I need to be kinder to it. And hey, that's right? a great motivator. And it's interesting because like, why wouldn't I care about my own kidneys, lungs, legs, you know, <laughs> <laughs> arms? And yet now having, you know, thinking about the fact that I'm maybe a custodian of it, I'm yeah. suddenly like, I need to take care of it. And by the way, speaking of the boxing thing and Rocky, on Wednesday night, I'm going to nine rounds because I thought that might be fun. And I don't know. I feel like as a 52-year-old woman, I have a lot of inner rage. Wait, so what is this? What, so nine, nine rounds? Yeah, nine rounds is this thing that you do, and it's like a 30-minute kind of circuit. And apparently there's these different spots and you stay in each one for like three minutes and there's 10. And if I do the math, that would mean that there's 10 stations and you do these different exercises and it is like boxing. And I am like, I can do anything for three minutes. And then, okay, doing it 10 times, it gives you the diversity that you need and you can go anytime. So if there's, you don't have to start at a certain station you just sort of slip in wherever it works and work your way around so now is, is there a gym that offers yep. this or is this an event it's, that, no it's yeah. it's a place that's literally called nine rounds okay and uh you know hey nine rounds if we get along you should consider sponsoring the show i mean um i'll be your biggest fan and i'm going with a couple of friends and you know i i it takes me back to like we fit remember we fit and i don't know did you have a we I, I know to, what you're talking about. I have to tell you, I loved We Fit and I loved the boxing one. And I would sit there with those silly controllers in my hand mm-hmm. and I'd be like punching the air and my arms would ache and it felt so good. So I don't know, like this will be an opportunity to both move and be healthy and to get that inner rage about things like Pete snoring. <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, the kids not texting me back. And, you know, why are cutouts the trend for spring 2022? I don't know. But, uh, you know, I think Pete and Gertie have a lot in common. That's my beagle. (laughs) She is the the world's loudest snorer. 
and I often think I've adopted a motorcycle <laughs> because when she is sleeping, it literally sounds like a motorcycle revving up uh, for like hours on end. So why is that so cute though? And it's a dog. It's so cute, but at the same time, it's really hard to sleep. <laughs> I I can tell you all about the earplugs that I use. I got them at the place in Veranda Beach and. Uh, I think hunters use them, and they're the little foam things you can stick in your ear, and they mold to your ear. They're great. Hmm. I have not had success fitting any kind of earplug into my ear, but maybe these are the ones. You never know, because I have the same thing. I can't use any of the standard ones. I have to get the other ones. I think I have small uh, ear openings, whatever that is called. See, it's God's way of saying you're meant to talk more than listen. The ear holes. Yeah, sure, sure. All right. Let's take a break, and then when we come back, we can talk about the actual topic for today, which we had chosen celebrity, and I'm curious to see what your take on this is. All right. All right. Keep listening to Don't Ask Me to Talk with Stacey Heller and Eric Ryder. Stacey Connects. It's not just my business. It's my superpower. Whether you need the right tone and messaging for a new venture or you've plateaued with your current one, I can help. I connect clients with themselves and their potential. Then I identify unique solutions that translate your brand into messaging that connects your target audience with your business. Go to stacyconnects.com to connect with me and your messaging. Don't ask me to talk. Welcome back to Don't Ask Me to Talk. Before the break, Eric and I were talking about all kinds of nonsense that is really just too hard to to repeat. So last week on the Wheelow topics that we spend, uh, spend at the end of each show, we had, as we discussed, landed on exercise, which we immediately kicked to the curb. So there's exercise. And we spun again and came up with celebrity. So... I'll let you go first. What is your take on the very abstract topic of celebrity? Wow. Um, yeah, even at the time, I was <laughs> wondering. <laughs> I mean, celebrity, are we talking about it as a concept or particular celebrities? Um, yes. It's up to you. It's up to me. Wow. Uh, Would it help if I told you what I went with? Yes, you go first. Okay. So... Celebrity has become such like a predominant thing in today's world between the Kardashians and, you know, TikTok people and everybody's an influencer and a celebrity. Right. And I feel like that puts everybody on the D list. Like there's nobody that is to me like celebrity. So when I was thinking about this, I was thinking about the celebrities that I wanted to meet for different reasons. So growing up, I was a huge fan of movie musicals, watched all of the classics. I was a huge, huge fan of Fred Astaire. And, you know, Fred Astaire, like those movies, he started out when movies were in like black and white and then went to color. I mean, he was an older guy. Uh, And yet I loved them and I loved the pageantry and the dancing and the dresses and the banter kind of like that uh like uh Nick and Nora type banter back and forth and whatever and 
so to me, like that was the idea of celebrity. Like mm-hmm. that was the person that I was like, oh, this person's larger than life and interesting to me. And, you know, so then when I think about other celebrities that I've been curious about, like Harry Connick Jr., you know. Where is he now? He's around. Now, here's the deal. <laughs> so He was very big in the 80s. Very big in the 80s. It was kind of like the, the, the Michael Buble of the 80s for people that don't remember Harry Connick. But he was, you know, he had a big band and he was bringing back kind of 40s uh, and 50s. Standards. Standards, yeah. Yep. And here's the deal. His career is alive and well. But he was also an actor. And, He's uh, been an actor. Yeah. He was in Hope Floats. He has been in a whole bunch of different things. Talented guy. Very talented and really intelligent. So... Uh, fun fact, the first and only thing that I ever stole was actually a CD by him. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, I think it was his CD called 19, and it was his age, kind of like how Adele does her age. Right. So I've been a longtime fan, and and I'm also sorry, bless me, Father, for I have sinned. <laughs> <laughs> I, already, I already dealt with that uh, all those years ago. Did your mom take you by the ear to the Sam Goody, and you had to confess what you did? Oh, okay. I didn't tell her. I told God. Ah, fair enough. <laughs> I guess I, I'm just reliving my childhood, not yours then. <laughs> yeah, I think you are. Not that I ever stole a CD, but I, you know, yeah, all, I know. all kids at some point shoplift something. Right. And if their parent catches them, oh, yeah. <laughs> they make There's them go be, apologize. Yeah, and, 100% and give yeah. it back and the whole thing. Uh, so. You know, love the standards thing. Like Pete and I on Sundays, we listen to Frank Sinatra radio. We're big fans of standards. Love, you know, I've seen Tony Bennett in concerts. Love his album with uh, Lady Gaga. And, you know, Rod Stewart's done standards. Like all these people that do all these standards. Yeah. And, of course, Kixie, of course, is the home of standards. Right? Yeah. This is why it's my station. So... Harry Connick Jr., then he was doing uh, American Idol and doing all these things. He is funny. He is self-aware, and he's really smart. So he started as a kid in New Orleans where he grew up and was playing at like seven or eight in these different bars with jazz musicians that were of note. And like Winston Marcellus and all these, you know, these guys. Yeah. And so clearly a prodigy. And he has inventions that he's done. Like, so he has found a way to digitize sheet music for his band members so that they don't have to turn the actual physical piece of paper uh, and other inventions. And just a funny guy and a smart guy. And I realize when I think about the celebrities that I admire, it's typically people that are smart and funny. That's my combo. And interestingly, there's not a ton of female celebrities that I think of that I'm like, ooh, I'm, you know, I can think of like, oh, I'd like to be her or whatever. I think about like, you know, oh, I would love to dress like Diane Keaton or, you know, I'd love to have this like that person. But that feels more about me projecting what I want, whereas just appreciation, I realize that to me, for me, the whole celebrity thing, what is it that I am going to admire about someone? It's their intelligence, their kindness, and that humor. And, of course, the talent. All right, so that was how I translated 
celebrity. Yeah, it's interesting that, you know, the you know, the Internet kind of changed a whole lot of things. Uh, And so I think it even changed the nature of celebrity in that. You know, there's uh, every everything like music, you know, there's lots of niches. So celebrities now uh, can be niches, too, mm-hmm. where they can have, you know, a small fan base, but a very dedicated fan base. And to them, those people are the biggest in the world, you know, or the greatest of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, of course, then there, there's people that are, you know, actual superstars that everybody knows right and but if you're a person that's uh, a big fan of somebody that's you know uh, maybe not well known to everybody but you really respect their art um or whatever they do in the world you know meeting them is like a mind-blowing thing just the same as if you met say chris evans or somebody right you know very famous yeah madonna sure don't meet madonna yeah oh did i say that out loud yeah. <laughs> but I mean they're they're well known superstars right. at household names. Right. Right. Um and so I I've been lucky enough to meet some of my idols and they'd say you shouldn't meet your heroes and sometimes there's some truth to that. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I got to say all the times uh, that I've met some of my heroes it's been fantastic. They turned out to be great people thankfully. They have their flaws just like anybody else but um yeah it's been very cool. I wonder if that has something to do with the expectations, like kind of what you're wanting from the celebrity. Like, you know how people are talk about like, oh, I have a hall pass with this celebrity. I'm like, well, okay, you're just basing this this thing that you have on like physical attraction or whether the person's good looking. And like to me, I feel like I had an opportunity to meet uh, Harry Connick and he is Harry Connick your hall pass. No, I don't have a hall pass. I don't have a hall pass. Um, like that would be so random. It seems like you might be standing Harry Connick. Oh, I 100% stand him, <laughs> but there's no hall pass. All right. Yeah, that's not happening. Um, well, because it doesn't work both ways. I'd be like, no, Pete, you don't get one, but I get one. Like that just doesn't make sense. Of course. So I got an opportunity to meet him uh, years and years and years ago. And the funny part about it, I was working at a Williams Sonoma and he purchased something and I was helping him out. And on the William Sonoma Muzak, one of his songs came on and I'm like playing it cool. Meanwhile, I'm totally like, oh my gosh, you're so cool. I love your music. He had already done When Harry Met Sally, like all this stuff. He was dating who he's now married to, Jill Goodacre, who was a Victoria's Secret model at the time, like this whole thing. And I was so excited. And then his song came on and I'm helping him and I'm playing it cool. And I was like, Good song. And he was like, yeah, it's all right. And I was like, no, I I think it's more than all right. I think it's actually a really great song. And he was like, well, okay. I mean, it was just this funny, like, low-key, you know, like, I know who you are and I really like the song and he's going to be self-effacing. And I don't know. I just, he was a good guy about it and he was so gracious. And you're right. Um, meeting your heroes, they say, can be difficult. Mm-hmm. And in this case, I don't know if maybe if you have realistic expectations about the the heroes that you have that are celebrities. Also, I like your point that like if you're into like spelunking and you meet like the top spelunker uh, in the world, then that's your celebrity. Yeah, and then the funny thing is nobody else is gonna well. 
fellow Spelunkers <laughs> may understand how amazing and mind-blowing it was to you to meet this person, but your average person, maybe even all your friends on social media, don't know who that is. Right. And They're don't like, care. I don't even know what Spelunking is. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. So it is a funny kind of thing where, you know, you could be like super elated. Uh, like I've I've been lucky enough to meet uh, some of the bands that I've loved like growing who? up. Name some names. Well, nobody that you would have heard of, but like a band from uh, Dublin, Ireland called A House that I just loved. And then they did like a reunion kind of thing uh, back in 2019. And I went to Dublin and saw them and they were kind enough to invite me up to their uh, backstage after the show and, you know, got to meet them and take pictures and talk and hang out and drink ciders. And it was a great time. And, you know, um, like uh, some other bands that I met, like Band of Holy Joy and uh, another band called Jack. Again, these are small names um, for your average person. But for me, I just played those records over and over and over growing up and just like never in my wildest dreams thought like, oh, I'm going to like hang out with these people. I'm going to be friends with these people. Right. But it's happened and, you know, it's really cool. But again, my friends could care less because <laughs> they have no clue, <laughs> except I have one friend that's like, oh, my gosh, you know, but. You know, for the vast majority of people, they have no idea, which is why those people weren't playing like arenas or whatever, because they appealed to like like a small, dedicated fan base. Um, but, you know, that's just how celebrity is now. You know, yep. it can be there's so many levels. Right. You know, like, oh, you're a celebrity because you went, you know, TikTok viral. And right. I guess I'm old fashioned because I'm like, that doesn't make you a celebrity. No. Like, it's the whole Andy Warhol, like, your 15 minutes of fame, right? That makes you that person that ran uh, by the news reporter, you know, waving (laughs) (laughs) on the the local news. Or the that went across, like, the stage at the Oscars or, you know, whatever. Except now that person that uh, had their five seconds of fame or whatever is elevated uh, so that there's a whole bunch of people around the world that know them. But those people don't necessarily all live in the same community, like in the old days when— you know, they would have, like, a bunch of people from St. Paul, Minnesota would have saw that guy run past right. the reporter right, on the news station. Well, and, you know, these days, the most ridiculous things can turn you into a celebrity. That's true. Take Kim Kardashian. Take but the hey, whole Kardashian family. Uh, there you go. Uh, okay, should we take a break? And We should. Should we give, uh, let's see if we hear from Vance and uh, we can talk to him about what we're eating. Yes. All right, let's do it. We'll be right back. Don't ask me to talk. Stacy Connects. It's not just my business, it's my superpower. Whether you need the right tone and messaging for a new venture or you've plateaued with your current one, I can help. I connect clients with themselves and their potential. Then I identify unique solutions that translate your brand into messaging that connects your target audience with your business. Go to stacyconnects.com to connect with me and your messaging. 
Interested in learning something new? Meeting someone new? Find out things that we have in common? Well, of course you are. You're a human being. So let's get intentional about it. Join me, JDK Winnikin, every week and get all of that in less than an hour. I'm a writer, a historian, a social commentator, and my show is all about you. Really, that's what it's called. This show is all about you. Get my perspectives on the week's news and hear fascinating guests whose stories will inspire and move you. My show is all about giving you something that connects us. Join me Mondays on Kixie 880 at 3 p.m. or download it as a podcast. Don't ask me to talk. Okay, we are back and on the line... We've got Vance Dingfelder of Dingfelder's Delicatessen. Talk about celebrities. Right? We were talking about celebrities. So uh, King of the sandwich in Seattle. Exactly. So, Vance, what are we eating? Well, Stacey, tonight, I think we need to focus on the matzo ball. Because mm-hmm. Passover's coming. It's Friday night, and we are cooking a storm for Passover. And we're making, of course matzo ball soup, because matzo is what Passover is about, and everybody has matzo ball soup, most everybody, on on the first Seder. So it is about cooking, okay. and we've been making brisket. We've got, oh, man, we've got about 800 pounds of brisket that we're cooking. Wow. And you know what it's about, right? It's about the meat. That it is. <laughs> it's also about... The matzah, that unleavened bread, that cracker. You know how good that is. Well, I well, do when it's made into roca. Balls, matzah roca. I'm going to be making the matzah roca tonight. Toffee on top of matzah, topped with semi-sweet chocolate. It, it, you crack it up because you can't resist it. Little uh, sprinkle a little salt on top. It's so good. And you know what else you can do with matzah? No. Stuffing. Really? Matzah stuffing. Yeah, there's even this stuff that's called matzah farfel. And, you know, matzah farfel definitely is something to look at. Do you know what farfel is? Uh, Wasn't he in that American Tale uh, movie? That's where they got him. (laughs) You know, I was going to say farfel. Cartoon mouse. I think they named Farfel just so kids would like it, okay? Job done. Farfel is cracked up matzo that you put in soup. Oh. It's almost like oyster crackers. Oh, okay. I understand that. So, <laughs> What about the macarons? You like macarons? Love them. I mean, like, do people not like macarons? Well, and there's a couple different kinds of macarons. You're talking about the coconut. Yes, we're talking about the kind that... that, that the people of the tribe, how they just, you know, they needed to make it kosher. So they made the coconut ones that come in a can, the almond ones that come in a can, Yep. those kinds of macarons. And I'll have to say, we've made about, oh, 1,500 macarons. Wow. And, and we're drizzling them with chocolate. So the coconut chocolate drizzled with chocolate, they're bad because... They're you so good. Look at them that long without eating one. And when they're warm out of the oven, the almond ones. Oh, oh yeah. my gosh. They're incredible. So you've got the full complement to start Seder on Friday night, and you've got all the different elements for Passover. 
everything that you would possibly need, right down to if you need a Seder plate, we sell it plain. If you just need a plate that you want to put, load yourself, or we can load it for you. We have shank bones. We've got beets and blood oranges and eggs and haroset and our famous horseradish that will clear your sinuses. Push off. Who needs a neti pot? I, isn't there like the little rib or like the little, what's that? It's the lamb shank bone. Yeah, the lamb shank bone. And that is, you know, as we've all watched the Ten Commandments. Naturally. <laughs> or read them. You, you put the lamb's blood on your door, and this way the angel of death will pass we'll by pass over. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's why it's called Passover. That's why it's called Passover. You know, so the best thing about Passover is the Hillel sandwich, where you put haroseth, which is a mixture of apples and cinnamon and dates and walnuts, to represent the mortar. Look at that. The phone has been ringing all day. Love it. And Gotta get that order in. So, sorry doing that during the show. Well, but I mean... I'll make sure that doesn't happen again. You know what, though? Like, you're a, like it's Dingfelder's Delicatessen. People have food that they need to order, so don't worry about it. Absolutely. Um, They're checking on it. So since you're, like, super busy, we're going to let you go, but we are going to remind people that they can order online. Go to dingfelders.com and check out the menu and place your order. And who knows? Maybe I'll be putting it together if I come and I work at the deli over Passover. We would love to have you stay. Maybe you do the show. Who knows? Maybe, you know? I, maybe I do the show. I don't know. We'll talk. You know what? People ask, is Stacy working this year? Oh, stop. You had I'm me at hello. Kidding. They're like, is Stacy going to work this year? Yeah, because I, I like, hustled. She's, she's like, you know, she's pretty busy. She's famous, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, you know, working in the Dell. I'll know? make an appearance. We would appreciate it. All right. Well, thank you. So, uh, hey, folks, go to dingfelders.com and check out what's on the Passover menu. And, Vance, you go get back to work and answer that phone. I'm on it. Bye, Stace. Bye. Bye. Fantastic. What a mensch. I mean, mean, that menu makes me almost, you know. I wish that I was born one of the chosen ones, you know, because it just sounds so fantastic. Well, and working for him at Passover, it's ridiculous. I'm like, I bet I got to take stuff home. Uh, All right. We're basically out of time. So can you roll the wheel? Let's do it. Let's pick next week's topic that we'll touch on for 30 seconds. (laughs) (laughs) Bestseller. Oh, okay. Bestselling book. It just says bestseller. I think it means book. Yeah, probably. All right. So we'll talk about bestselling books, and it doesn't have to be current. It could be classic. There you go. All right. Let's do it. So have a great week, everyone. Share what is good. and uh, Happy Passover to everybody. Absolutely. All right. We'll see you next week.